So hey guys, welcome to the new episode of Digital Micropreneurship, and this is a podcast where we talk about marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, and how people face various challenges while they are working on their entrepreneurship. And today I have a very special guest. So while I was talking to him, I figured out that we both came from the same industry. I have uh, Narayan with me. Uh, Narayan is an entrepreneur and has been. working from such a young age and that's what he was telling me so welcome narayan to the podcast thank you abhishek having me here on this podcast today great great so narayan uh, why don't you tell our listeners the story which you were telling me when we started this conversation how you got into entrepreneurship what you have done and what you are doing currently and i when i ask all my guests i always tell them that put some masala give their real story so that people can also learn a lot from these stories here sure uh i i belong to a very small uh, community known as chitrapur saraswats and uh, this community uh, basically was originally from kashmir and uh, due to some famine those days 500 years ago that this small community of around 25000 worldwide today migrated to now maharashtra karnataka and uh, uh, goa region and uh, this community is of around uh, 25000 and uh, a large part of which are well educated into much of uh, culture and arts Uh, largely middle class unorthodox and forward looking our elders were pioneers in building asia's earliest housing cooperative societies and cooperative bank you must have heard of svc or shamra vital cooperative bank which was started by our elders some of the well known personalities are Girish Karnad, Sham Benegal, Anant and Shankar Nag. Uh, they happen to be my cousins. The famous hero of the erstwhile uh, film industry, Guru Dutt, Prakash Padukone, Deepika Padukone, or Nandan Nilekini of uh, Infosys, to name a few. I was born and brought up in Mumbai. At the age of sixteen, sixteen and a half, that I went to Bangalore. working with my uncle who had a small scale food processing unit as well as the outdoor catering unit i used to work uh, 18 20 hours a day or probably more if required and i used to work uh, maybe around 8 months in a year because four months was off season for us and in those months that i used to travel to different destinations or come down and stay with my parents my brother based in mumbai i joined an evening college a college named mes college one of the most reputed in bangalore those days which had a evening college as well but now no more i used to work 
18 hours as I mentioned earlier. And however, that uh, I never had time to attend classes. Uh, must be uh, attended about 20 classes in the entire three years of uh, BCom. I remember having 11 subjects in the final year, buying all textbooks just about 18 days prior to the final exams. Fortunately, I managed to pass those exams and after three years or so, also completed my post-graduation in business administration through Bangalore University, again through an evening college. Regards to my family, I'm the youngest of uh, two brothers and I was the black sheep, very naughty. Since <laughs> childhood, I, our family always used to visit some new destination or the other every summer. So since uh, young, uh, travel has been a passion for me. So uh, after my Bangalore stint of 10 years, that uh, I came down to Pune I worked in a nationalized bank for almost six and a half years. And then I got the opportunity of uh, uh, working in the travel industry, which has been a passion since my childhood. I'm basically uh, very passionate about travel, travel technology and food. As mentioned to you, uh, Abhishek, a, minute, a few minutes earlier, uh, my entire family are foodies. A lot of my cousins have done hotel and catering management. My uh, daughter is pursuing hotel and catering management in uh, Goa in the final year. Uh, as regards to my travels, I've traveled uh, most part of uh, the country and I've been to 33 countries so far. Wow. I was also passionate about motorcycling. Uh, in fact, uh, Abhishek, uh, I was the first person to travel on the highest motorable road in the world, that is the Manali Leh Road, the day it opened for civilians for the first time, mm. July 17, 1989. <laughs> I, I traveled uh, right from Bangalore on a RX-100 Yamaha, mm. and I have done 1,54,000 kilometers on that amazing bike. And, uh, there are so many stories around that bike. Uh, I, I, I think uh, if you are interested, probably we can have some more sessions and podcasts like this. Sure. Now, now coming uh, to my professional uh, side, I worked in travel companies like Kony uh, SOTC, where I was the business head for about five and a half years. I've worked uh, with Cox and Kings for about a year and a half. Prasanna, a Pune-based travel agency, uh, which I almost started from scratch with uh, a team of seven, grew to uh, 250 plus in a span of uh, five years. That was my first job in uh, travel domain. I worked in uh, Yatra, uh, Holiday Me. That was uh, uh, my first startup that I worked with. Uh, where I was the chief operating officer uh, and they have till date uh, got funding of uh, $40 million and more. And my last job as such was uh, with Naptol where the entire concept to 
I, uh, right from idea to execution of uh, building a, a, a travel technology integrating with uh, India's 11 channels, television channels, uh, contracting with the, all the suppliers, sending uh, production crew to eight destinations, seven in India, one in uh, a foreign country, uh, contracting, acquiring footage, training about 3,500 uh, call center agents, and then launching all in 94 days. Uh, after that, uh, I was thinking whether to take on a job or build something of my own. And uh, finally, I plunged into building Innovate, uh, uh, coming together with my ex-colleague from SOTC, Vikas Kanduri, whom I am known to, to the, from 2003 to 2006. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, that's another story on uh, how I built several different companies and worked for the others before I started something of my own. Right, right. So Narayan, uh, very interesting story and I didn't know that you were the first person to write and you are a passionate uh, biker as well. So glad to know that as well. And Naran, so my next question to you is uh, a lot of people, they get into entrepreneurship by accident. Uh, nobody uh, plans to become an entrepreneur when they're small. They, they want to do something else. So what were your dreams when you were a kid uh, and what you wanted to do in your life? And how do you remember that last accident or that last incident which... Uh, plunged you towards becoming an entrepreneur? Sure, Abhishek. As mentioned earlier that uh, I was very interested. That's the reason that I went to Bangalore, joined uh, my uncle's uh, two companies and I used to work. And uh, then I really experienced all the struggles and the hardships that uh, uh, an entrepreneur would uh, go through. And uh, uh, probably uh, from those uh, days way back, uh, 79 to 89, that uh, since then uh, I had thought of starting something of my own. In fact, my uh, father used to always say that uh, however small, even if you want to start something of your own, let's say a, 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 a garage repairing cars or uh, two-wheelers, please go ahead, but do not uh, be into the service or uh, don't work in banks or uh, private. Uh, this thing, you start something of uh, your own, uh, uh, however small that is. Unfortunately, I could not uh, do that uh, till about two years back, but then uh, uh, though I had the guts and determination, but uh, maybe the finances were not there that I could start uh, uh, those days. But I started Innovate uh, about two years ago. And actually, it was, uh, I think, as for me, that there was not, uh, uh, it may not be accidental as such, but uh, while I was working in uh, Bank of India way back in 95, I saw an ad 
in the newspaper uh, looking for a executive assistant for uh, Prasanna Travels MD. Okay. So, so I was a uh, bit curious. So, uh, uh, I was probably very immature then. I thought uh, the MD of a travel company would be working, uh, working as well as traveling to different destinations. Oh. Maybe I get an opportunity of uh, uh, traveling along with them. That's mm. the reason I sent my application. So oh. uh, when I went there, uh, the I, uh, there were uh, two uh, uh, management consultants and Mr. Prasanna Patwardhan who took my interview. They said, you are actually not qualified for this job for being an executive assistant. But we have recently started a, a travel agency with uh, five to six team members. And uh, would you be interested in managing that uh, travel and tools business? We understand that uh, you do not come from uh, a, a travel company background, but looking at your passion uh, in travel, we would like to offer you a job. Uh, I, uh, just like in any other uh, uh, 10 years, uh, right from 79 to 89 when I was with my uncle, even in the bank that I used to work uh, uh, so passionately and uh, uh, I, I think uh, I didn't, uh, even on weekends, uh, holidays, and uh, I think over a period of uh, six and a half years, I've taken leave for uh, not more than 20 or 25 days. So I had almost eight or nine months leave pending. Mm -hmm. And I immediately consulted with my uh, wife and uh, my uh, mother and my brother. And the next day I went and put in my resignation in the uh, bank and which was actually, uh, which actually kicked in uh, after almost eight or nine months. Till then I started uh, working with uh, uh, Prasanna uh, Travels, which is uh, now a pretty large uh, tour operator and they are uh, huge uh, coach operators. I think they run about three and a half thousand uh, coaches across uh, India. So I think uh, that is an opportunity uh, that I got and I grabbed it. Uh, uh, I can't say it is actually uh, accidental. Now, uh, officially, uh, what I would like to share is, uh, officially I became an entrepreneur just a, a, a couple of years ago. In fact, we are just about uh, uh, two years old. We uh, registered Innovate Venya Travel Tech uh, uh, on April 11th, uh, two years ago. And uh, in my previous, all the jobs, even if it is the bank, I put in my best, I work passionately, and uh, I gave my very best for almost 38 or, uh, or 40 years. So I would uh, call those years unofficial entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. and uh, I became an official entrepreneur at the age of uh, 55, 56, two years ago. Great, 
great yeah, story. That, that, that's my life in under 10 minutes. <laughs> great. So, Narayan, my next question is, uh, uh, so, I mean, obviously, switching from an employee to an entrepreneur is a very big leap. So, how was your initial experience when you move from an employee to an entrepreneur? Uh, and obviously, once you become an entrepreneur, it's always a journey about learning. So, talk about those initial few months when when that transition was happening. How were you feeling? How was the completely thing which was changing? Yeah, uh, 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 as you uh, now know that... Uh, from auto catering to food processing to uh, banking and then uh, the travel industry, first offline, online, domestic, outbound, inbound. There's so much varied experience that uh, I have. And all these uh, learnings is because I had the passion to uh, learn and uh, different aspects of it. It's not only actually operating it, but uh, on uh, uh, whether it is technical or uh, processes or anything, it is uh, totally varied, right? So uh, I, I I believe that uh, one should actually uh, uh, I, I I I I don't think it was uh, really difficult because uh, uh, I I really enjoyed whatever I was doing. So I was not happy uh, probably in the bank uh, after about five, five and a half years ago. And that is the reason I grabbed the opportunity of coming into the uh, travel domain. So I think you should do what, uh, what you love and uh, uh, for the rest, see, uh, one is not good for all the things or the tasks which need to be completed. So basically, surround yourself with uh, uh, people with complementary skills. So you build something uh, really uh, uh, great. Now coming to uh, whether uh, people were supportive. Uh, yes, uh, in fact, there's a lot of uh, support over a period of time that uh, in the last... Uh, 39, 40 years that I've been in the service industry, I got uh, help, support. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the advice that I would give is, you should, there's no harm in asking for something, right? So basically, if you do not know something or uh, you want to learn something, then there, you should have no hesitation of asking for help. So it doesn't really uh, hurt your ego. Even if it does, I think you should... Uh, do something about your ego rather than not asking for help from others. Right, right. I think a very important point which Narayan has just now said to all the listeners who are listening to this podcast is you have to manage your ego because that is something which will not just kill your startup but it can also lead to a lot of problems to your employees and to your partners as well. So thank you for for sharing such a important listen uh, listen narayan uh, my next question to you is uh, as as a lot of people who get into entrepreneurship or who want to get into entrepreneurship they think that this is a bed of roses life will be good you'll have no boss nothing no uh, you know nobody to report to 
so i would like you to talk about some of the myths which which you would like to uh, burst about entrepreneurship what people feel that it is is it's it's as easy as people think that they can do anything while they are doing entrepreneurship bits okay so i'll uh, try and touch upon uh uh 3 to 4 of bits at least uh, that that is what uh, probably uh, uh, as per me uh, maybe uh, i am wrong but uh, uh, i have read that uh, uh, startups is a youngsters game right but uh, uh, study or survey show that average is 39 years old and the most successful are in the range of 40 to 48 uh, age bracket mm. one mm. the second is successful are those which come up with uh, creative ideas yes maybe but uh, the more experience that you have working for others more likely that you come up with a creative or a good idea so i think uh, there should be some kind of a uh, work experience you should be working at least for a year or two before you start something of your own for sure after your uh, graduation or your education uh i think the third would be uh entrepreneurs are motivated by greed and money i don't uh, really believe so so that is one of the uh, maybe one of the things but uh, i don't think uh, there's uh, most of the entrepreneurs are motivated as such uh, by money only and uh, fourth would be uh, entrepreneurs are born different i i don't believe so i think uh, one should really work for it uh, and uh, uh, and then you go for it rather than uh, it's not a, a a skill that you come with all these uh, skills when you are born right right completely agree with you narayan uh, so narayan uh, also since you talk about and i think it's a very uh, good fact which you mentioned which talks about is is that entrepreneurship is not in fact if you see any of those successful businessmen whether it is jeff bezos whether it is uh, pratan tata all these guys have started their journeys at at a later stage in life uh, after gaining enough amount okay. of experiences so narayan since you're talking about business people who is your favorite entrepreneur whom you admire and you would probably would like to meet him and you follow his or her footsteps okay so, uh, so let me stick with uh, the travel industry or the Uh, hospitality industry because uh, yeah. i have uh, a lot of uh, uh, idols but uh, uh, sticking to uh, the indian travel industry i admire uh, ankush nejawan the mm-hmm. most he is the co-founder of travel boutique online uh, which uh, is basically a b2b travel company was built from scratch to a Two billion dollar company in a span of uh, uh, just about fourteen years, yeah. and has a presence in about hundred 
countries worldwide. Mm. Uh, second is uh, Alok Bajpayee of Exigo. Uh, mm. These are the two from the Indian travel industry. But uh, transportation or uh, uh, hospitality, or uh, I think uh, uh, globally, it is uh, Travis of Uber who was the uh, CEO and co-founder uh, for a long time. Uh, unfortunate that uh, he had to quit, but uh, which disrupted the cabs business worldwide. And uh, uh, Brian Chesky of uh, Airbnb. Right. Both, both companies really uh, disrupted the cabs as well as the hotel and apartment business. And both the companies do not hold a single, own a single uh, cab, nor a hotel or an apartment. So these from the travel, transportation and uh, hospitality. But uh, for technology, uh, uh, business and philosophy, oh, uh, my uh, uh, ambition is to meet uh, uh, novel, Ravikant, he yeah. is, yeah, he, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm also a big fan of Naval Ravikant. Yeah. I think a great man. So he also runs a podcast. I, I yes. remember the name of the podcast, but uh, I think one of the most uh, insightful podcasts which you can listen and these podcasts are uh, just five to seven minutes, but they are so insightful. You can think probably for days on the sentences and the things which he talks about. Abhishek, I think it is uh, nav.al, Naval. And uh, uh, there are hundreds of uh, podcasts. In fact, uh, I uh, listen to podcasts maybe about three to four hours a day of various people. Uh, I won't go into the list now, but uh, Naval is my favorite. So we would like to know uh, the podcasts which you would like to recommend to our viewers and uh, any books which you would like to recommend to our listeners also. Uh, okay, so at one time I was a, a voracious uh, reader and uh, top of my mind uh, uh, books for entrepreneurs, I think uh, one is uh, zero to one by uh, Peter Thiel and uh, a bill to last by I think uh, Collins and for us I, I, I think yeah. mm-hmm. so so these are the uh, two books I highly recommend and I uh, podcast there are so many appreciate uh, unfortunately I've got such a, a bad memory uh, <laughs> one is Masters of Scale another is uh, Tom Ferris. There's so many. Uh, right, right, yeah. right. Great, great. So, uh, also uh, moving further, Narayan, uh, uh, some of my questions to you are, is uh, everybody talks about only the positive aspect of entrepreneurship and there are very few people who talk about uh, the dark side of entrepreneurship, which includes stress, which includes you not giving enough time to your family, not getting, giving enough time to your own health, uh, depression. So what are your views to about the darker side of entrepreneurship? 
and second question is how do you because obviously you cannot avoid all these things or you cannot avoid stress you cannot avoid work and all these things but what are your tips uh, to handle these kind of darker side of entrepreneurship also okay even while uh, uh, working in uh, uh, the last 3 uh, 4 decades uh, stress is always that uh, how to cope with it is with i i normally go for very long walks uh, early in the morning i am a early riser i uh, normally wake up at uh, 4 3:30 oh <laughs> in the morning uh, i read a lot uh, in the morning especially and then uh, hmm. uh, i have a, a labrador uh, who's keen to wake up along with me and then go for a walk so i go for a walk and uh, uh, that is basically to uh, de stress myself and uh, remain a bit healthy i am a foodie so uh, healthy food uh, i it never really uh, work for me uh, uh, depression uh, fortunately for me uh, i've never had this uh, uh, problem but uh, i think whoever goes into uh, depression uh, however uh, a teeny bit that is i think uh, one needs to take professional help Uh, otherwise uh, uh other than stress i uh, there are struggles for sure but uh, uh other than that uh, there is not much of uh, uh, learnings as a takeaway that i can share mm mm, mm. i think very important to keep your mindset and and keep yourself positive by by doing these small small things so uh, narayan what according to you what are some of the qualities which every entrepreneur must possess maybe you can give us top 3 qualities which you recommend everybody should have to become a successful entrepreneur oh i can uh, think of so so many but uh, uh, i think uh, topmost is uh, ethics honesty uh, these are the two i think is really very important uh, hmm. willingness to learn perseverance uh, i think uh, one should have passion in uh, whatever one is uh, doing hard work people skills being open minded right. being a self starter self motivated right. uh, try and become uh, more creative Lead- uh, and as regards uh, leadership i think uh, these qualities i think you develop over a period of for time and experience and i think uh, it would be a great to have a mentor or two who can really guide you in your uh, entrepreneurial journey sure sure so uh, naran since you also mentioned about uh, having a mentor somebody should mentor who are your mentors and uh, so that is one and are there also mentees whom you try to groom and you try to give your wisdom to those people okay so uh, uh abhishek i do not uh, uh, though i own and run a travel uh, tech company i do not uh, myself do the coding and uh, we have uh, 
engineers and a CTO for that. But uh, uh, I, I think uh, at each stage of my journey, I had a, a different uh, mentor because uh, uh, actually the uh, the way you grow, I think you should have uh, a different mentor because you need to need you need actually need uh, guide guidance on different aspects at uh, different uh, times, right? So there was one Mr. Gore when I was. Uh, in my first uh, travel job at uh, Prasanna, mm. he was the director uh, there. Uh, he was my mentor. Uh, Mr. Malkani of Kony, uh, 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 he actually owned uh, SOTC and then sold to Kony Group. That was one of the largest tour operators. Mm. Uh, he was the uh, second mentor in the uh, travel business. Right. Then, uh, currently, uh, there are uh, two in uh, travel technology who are my mentors. One is Mr. Satish Pense, who mm-hmm. again has a vast, varied experience in uh, uh, travel technology. Uh, we have worked together in Pony. Uh, I think uh, he has experience of almost 35 years plus in travel tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Ashish Kumar who is currently uh, Deputy Chairman of uh, Piki Travel and Technology uh, Board. Wow, wow. Yeah. So many mentors. And, and I think uh, it, it is a very good idea for any entrepreneur to have mentors because while you are at job, there is always your boss, there is always training happening. But I think entrepreneurship is a very, very lonely job because what you feel is your employees cannot feel that and those emotions can only be conveyed when you have a mentor or you have somebody who has already been the, there and he or she can actually guide you through that. So Absolutely. coming to my next question, uh, Narayan, is uh, uh, as, as we know that currently hospitality industry is facing a lot of challenges because of COVID. Uh, what do you think, what will be the world post-COVID uh, probably next uh, three to four years and uh, I'm very sure that, as you mentioned rightly, is is how Uber and uh, Airbnb have changed the landscape of uh, travel and hospitality. There'll be a lot of startups which will be coming out of this uh, uh, this depression and this uh, situation as well. So where do you see industry leading in the next five to ten years? And uh, what are your plans and what is your company's plan to move uh, there are those and, you know, to tackle those changes. Yes, uh, Abhishek. Uh, in fact, uh, a single event like uh, COVID-19 has really uh, tumbled the entire world, uh, as to say, right? And uh, the way we uh, work or uh, the way we behave, I think, uh, uh, it's going to change totally or it's uh, already started uh, changing and more so uh, travel industry or the hospitality industry uh, has uh, been affected the most and that is the slowest to actually recover. So people say that uh, travel will actually recover over a period of uh, 6 to 18 months. So that's a very... uh, 
slow uh, recovery and uh, i do not know how many uh, companies uh, not only uh, startups but how many uh, hotel hotels or uh, uh, apartments or travel uh, uh, agencies store operators survive this particular uh, period right mm. so uh, now coming to what changes so it's uh, i'm not an uh, expert because uh, right, right. Other, okay. if you see the uh, social media i am a virologist uh, last week i have become a economist <laughs> uh, uh, next uh, today i am an oil expert <laughs> or, and uh, today i uh, i in fact i made a uh, a gift saying that uh, will a beer be cheaper than oil so mm-hmm. I, I i really uh, i can't really say but uh, uh, i can only visualize right so uh, there, there could be a lot of uh, uh, changes which might happen in the travel industry like for example uh, uh, this is what i imagine may happen or may not happen right if i am uh, boarding a flight Uh, maybe i'll be wearing a mask i'll be uh, uh, or a uh, gloves might be mandatory and so on uh, visas the entire process will totally change uh, schengen visas where uh, it covers so many of the uh, european countries maybe they would have different visas issued even to travel inter uh, Uh, uh eu country so there might be so many things which which would be happening and uh, it's really a very uh, challenging time it all depends on how adaptable that one is right so uh, right, right from beginning in fact uh, even though i have worked in uh, so many different companies uh, i have actually worked uh, remotely and Uh, uh, work from home maybe for the past almost 10 to 11 years if i am not mistaken right mm-hmm. and though my uh, teams were based in mumbai gurgaon and other destination dubai and so on i still used to work from home or from uh, different cities so i am used to it in fact uh, uh, even for innovate right so uh, people subscribing Or to our platform, actually it's a plug and play, so it's a web-based application. So actually, uh, anyone who's our customer can actually do their entire travel business through a single application. So mm. that's a one single unified application which we have uh, built. Now uh, it can be uh, uh, anyone can use it for work from home, even from. Uh, day one and we are now building a few tools where it can get integrated with uh, uh, video conferencing and so on we are working on it and uh, so the idea is that uh, whoever is our customer need not look for any other application for their entire travel business that's the uh, whole idea now what uh, there are two aspects to consider Uh, regarding uh, the covid 19 itself which has affected this industry one is the uh, i think hygiene and cleanliness would surely 
bound to improve. As mentioned earlier, immigration, visa application, border rules, uh, etc. will change. So this is one aspect of it, right? But uh, Abhishek, you agree with me that uh, uh, whatever said and done, human uh, memory is very short. Maybe after a couple of years, right? Once we have the vaccine, uh, people would have forgotten all this. Uh, maybe after a decade, nobody would have uh, heard of uh, COVID or uh, memory. Uh, it won't be there uh, in our uh, memories, right? So mm. this is, I think, also uh, a point which needs to be taken into consideration. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, so I think uh, these are the uh, two things that I can uh, think of. Great, Aran. I think uh, I really love the, the insight which you mentioned is that we as, as human race have a very short term memory and we even if we, even if we had a long term memory, we, all of us would like to forget this situation. But I think lessons should not be forgotten of, of what we learn from, from this situation. So uh, great uh, talking to you, uh, Narayan and I think you helped us with a lot of insights. Uh, so my last two quick questions to you are both hypothetical questions. Uh, question number one is uh, if you have a time machine and if you could go back in time, uh, what changes would you make in your life or in your career? And in the same time machine, if you could go in future, where do you see yourself and your company doing? Okay, going back, uh, I, uh, Abhishek, to be very frank, uh, I don't think uh, uh, I can uh, I can wish for anything uh, different at all. I think I have li lived a, a good life uh, so far, and uh, for the future, at least for the uh, business, I want to leave a. Uh, legacy for the travel industry for sure, making mm -hmm. Innovate uh, maybe a $500 million uh, a business or a, a, a next uh, one decade or lesser. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great, great uh, talking to you Narayan and thanks a lot for coming on this podcast and giving us your valuable time. Uh, if I missed out something which you would like to tell our listeners any advice, any wisdom which you would like to share with our listeners? <laughs> I, uh, I won't say wisdom, but I think uh, uh, I've uh, shared uh, 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 enough pointers which would mm. help. But uh, uh, okay, so one uh, parting uh, advice, if you can uh, uh, call it an advice, uh, I think even after building uh, Innovate for the past two years, acquiring about uh, uh, 1,200 plus customers in the past seven, eight months that we launched, hmm. uh, we acquired all those uh, 1,200 plus customers with zero uh, marketing uh, uh, spend, right? Hmm. So we haven't spent anything on uh, uh, marketing. Uh, so... Uh, even today, it's day zero for us and there's a lot to be, uh, be done. I think there's a huge 
scope and potential. Maybe there is a setback to this industry uh, because of uh, COVID-19. Otherwise, we had big plans for another uh, launch uh, in April this year. But mm -hmm. uh, uh, I think uh, one uh, advice would be uh, one has to be very, very, very frugal, right? Whether it is your own money or it's the investor's money. I think uh, uh, frugality uh, as regards uh, on how you spend money, you think of the future for your organization, I think it will take you a long way mm -hmm. in your business. Great, Narayan. Uh, thank you for all the advices and the wisdom which you shared with us. And in case if somebody wants to get in touch with you from my listeners, uh, how can they contact you? How can they get in touch with you? Okay, so uh, Abhishek, I think uh, I missed out one uh, point that you had uh, asked. Yes, uh, I do a lot of for uh, uh, private equity funds, right? Those who want to invest in India in the travel industry or India and Middle East, uh, private equity funds consult me. Uh, not very often, maybe once in uh, a couple of months. We, uh, it is uh, one, generally a one-hour telephonic call where I actually charge. But uh, when it comes to uh, any other, uh, whether somebody is in a startup or working somewhere, not necessarily in the travel industry, mm -hmm. uh, I am always available uh, for uh, pro bono uh, advice, I don't charge anybody. But uh, uh, anything related to uh, maybe entrepreneurship, travel, travel technology, anything that I can uh, be of help with, uh, I can uh, uh, be uh, available on LinkedIn or on Twitter, or uh, I can as well share my mobile number and email id also with uh, the i think listener. you can share your email id that will be I will. helpful it's a, it is uh, narayan n a r a y a n at innovate.com i double n o w a y t dot com or you can visit my uh, linkedin profile narayan malapur and you'll find my email as well as my Twitter uh, handle as well as my mobile number out there. Great. great. So all those guys who are looking to get uh, an advice from an experienced person, I think uh, this can be a life-changing call for you guys. So do uh, get in touch with Naran if somebody is looking to get into entrepreneurship or into travel tech. And thanks a lot, Naran, again uh, for coming on this podcast. Uh, it was really nice talking to you and we'll definitely be in touch. Lovely speaking with you, Abhishek. And thank you once again for having me here on this podcast today. Jai Hind. Great. Thank you for listening to this podcast, guys. I can be reached out at uh, Digital Micropreneur on Instagram, Facebook. You can check out uh, my LinkedIn profile at Abhishek Singh Rajpurohit. And always to help you out. Uh, I'll see you, all of you, in the next session, in the next podcast with a new guest. Thank you for joining in. Thanks a lot.
Great, I'm stopping the recording.